Hello, hello, and welcome back to I'm Sorry What the Podcast. I'm Ashley Sleek, and I am definitely immediately regretting the fact that I decided to do this podcast without a drink in my hand. Uh, This one is definitely going to be a tough one, but, you know, sometimes when I drink, I just cry more. And by sometimes, I mean like every time. So I just, you know, I'm doing it sober and like you're supposed to do a podcast, but wow. (laughs) <laughs> I'm only like 30 seconds in. I'm like, damn, was that the right move? Um, so anyways, as you can imagine, this is not going to be the easiest podcast to get through. So I will just come out and say the words that I find so difficult to get out of my mouth, which is that Jimmy and I have broken up. And um, maybe you're listening for the first time, so you have no idea who that is. Um, That was my boyfriend of four years and a few months. Um, We were roommates. We moved in together in October. It's now March. And um, he was the love of my life. And uh, I've actually never experienced heartbreak before, to be honest, Um, which I'm that's no diss to, you know, any of the guys I talked to or dated before this. I had one guy can think that like kind of broke my heart, but you know, um, I, so, or so I thought because the feelings that I'm feeling right now are nothing. And, and, and the police are driving by. So I'm so sorry if you hear that. I swear they're not coming for me. I just cannot stop and restart this podcast again because I have to power through. And, and you know, you might be thinking like, oh, it's so painful. Like, why are you doing this podcast? And, you know, Taylor Swift's got her songwriting and we're going to talk about a lot about Taylor today. So sorry, just drop in. And, um, you know, I have podcasting like for me, this is my outlet. And, and I'm so shocked by heartbreak. I'm so shocked by it. Like, I literally had no idea how painful this shit is. And people are just like out here existing while going through heartbreak, like working and and living their lives. And if if I can help somebody through this time with my own experience like that, you, you know, that's what I'm all about. So, you know. As, as um you know, as Destiny's Child once said, you know, I'm not going to not going to diss you on the radio. So, you know, I don't have all of these horribly bad things to say about Jimmy. Um, we just had two different versions of how to live life in our head, if that makes sense. Like we just saw things so differently. And that used to be something that I loved, you know, like I loved that, you know, for me, I, you know, I couldn't imagine just like leaving the country all the time like he did. Or, you know, he would teach me that I needed to have some more patience because I would never do last minute spontaneous plans. That was definitely not really my thing. And it would stress me out. And, you know, now I'm I'm a little bit, you know, more used to it. But, you know, it just ended up that when it comes to planning the future, for me, that's that's not something spontaneous. Like, yes, there will be mishaps and, and adventures along the way, but I, I need a plan and I need to know what's going to happen and, and, and if you're going to be there for me. And if you can't, that's okay. But, you know, it was just time to kind of cut that loose, unfortunately, which, um, by the way, is is really unfortunate when you live together. Man, I I can't even imagine, you know, there's people out there who get divorce with children and they and they have to do all that. And I'm just figuring out this stupid apartment. 
And it is so difficult. So to everyone who's going through something like this, you know, my heart completely goes out to you, you know, and and I think what's so crazy to me about this breakup is that it, it really goes against a lot of my my wiring. You know, I'm I'm so wired to put everybody else first and do what makes everybody else happy. And I'm not the first person to do something for myself. And this was really me being like, okay, Ashley, like you, you have to do this. Like you have to, I've cried every single day since I turned 28. And if you've listened to this podcast, you know, I'm a crier. Like I love to cry, but wow, um, that that's excessive even for me. So I just I couldn't have the rest of my year of being 28 years old be full of me sitting on the couch crying and and isolating myself. It's just it wasn't healthy. And so I made this really, you know, difficult call. And I think the worst part, um, not the worst part, the worst part is that I, I lost my best friend and my life partner. But one of the more difficult parts is that I, for some reason, just thought maybe because we had fought so many times and 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 I thought I was just like so fed up and so angry. I thought I was just immediately going to go to like a thank you next phase. Like I thought I was just going to like immediately be Ariana Grande and like, you know, I thank you, but next, and oh my God, I am an all too well driver's license, the one mood. Like I, I have thank you next moments. Don't get me wrong, but um, yeah, I definitely am fucking sad, and <laughs> I was not expecting that at all. I think I just keep saying that to people, and it's been so hard because, you know, I want to tell people, you know, because I. I'm sure it's um, a little bit obvious. Uh, I do have to shout out some of my sleuths out there. For the people who texted your friends to ask you if Jimmy and I broke up, I just want to say thank you um, because I think I'm at that level of fame, which is another reason I was like, wow, I'm so fucking dramatic that I needed to do a breakup episode because everybody in the world is going to want to know that Jimmy and I broke up and and how it happened and how I'm doing. And so, um, you know, I, I think of myself like that. So the fact that I left subtle clues about the breakup, like Taylor Swift style and people picked up on them, like I really appreciated it. And I don't know how subtle they were. I mean, it's one thing to say, um, obviously, like I um, my favorite part of Valentine's Day is like self-love. Um, and obviously there was no pictures of Jimmy. And then if you go through my Instagram, there's literally no pictures of him anymore. So it was like slightly obvious. But for my for my little sluice, thank you for that. Um, but I don't even remember where I started. Oh, yes. I was <laughs> sorry. I was talking about telling people like I think I just um always thought that if I was going to be texting all these people this big news about Jimmy and I, it was going to be that we were engaged. I mean, I'm 28. We had been together. You know, we're on our fifth year. I used to always say I wanted us to get married on set on October 1st, 2022, um, because it was a Saturday and that was our anniversary. And it's, you know, 2021 right now. And I, you know, I just... I, I thought that's where we were going, but um, I don't think we both thought that. So, <laughs> you know, it was definitely weird to kind of tell people. And also for like 
you know, not to say that not everyone's my close friend, but I think um, the people (laughs) extra close to me have heard me say I'm done so many times that it's hard to believe it. And I don't think I believed it either. I think I thought, okay, like I'm really angry right now. Like I'm really angry, but you know, maybe, maybe this will turn around and maybe he'll just surprise me and do the right thing, which I'm sure so many of you who have been in relationships um, that, you know, probably ended or are in one right now that you're saying, maybe it's going to get different. Maybe he's going to be different this time. Maybe he's going to prove me wrong. If he hasn't yet, he probably won't, Um, you know, which I don't want to cut us off forever. Like, I don't know, maybe years from now or, or months or whatever it is, if we're different people and we grow and, you know, if we're meant to be, I think our paths will cross again. But, you know, Anyways, I'm not at the thank you next point, um, and I have absolutely zero patience, <laughs> which, you know, we talked about earlier that Jimmy was, was helping me with, but we did not, like, fully get there. So I think I'm just like, okay, Ashley, like, are you done being sad yet? I mean, it, this literally happened the Wednesday before Valentine's Day. I really committed on the timing on this one. Um, so the Wednesday before Valentine's Day and Jimmy was here yesterday. Um, so I'm recording this on Thursday. It will come out Friday. So that's why I was waiting because I thought, you know, you have emotion right now, but there will be no emotion like watching him walk away and walk out of that door one last time. So I felt like it wouldn't be right to do it before I had that moment. And man, I had that moment and it was very hard (laughs) and one I just never thought was going to happen. So, um, you know, and then I have to live in this apartment, which like, wow, I never thought you could cry over a Netflix login before. Um, I know I, I kind of joked about this on my last podcast with Eloy. But, um, you know, I have I, all of the TVs here are set up to his accounts. And like, what am I supposed to do? Just sit here and not watch TV? Like, I literally cannot be in silence. One of the things I was most worried about with this podcast and recording it was that I was going to be in silence. Like, I know I, I, I can hear my voice, but there's no background noise. And I have not done anything without background noise. I cannot have the silence. And so, um, you know, it's always on. Our fucking Wi-Fi is called Carl and Ellie from Up. Um, the password is Doug. And of course, you know, I follow every like Disney influencer try to for work. And they came out with this Doug cake pop. And if you don't know, like Jimmy and I's favorite movie together was Up. So it's just like, damn, all these little reminders and just being here and like, you know, it's tough. So in case you're wondering, John and Trisha have opened their home back to me. So I am taking the courageous trip back to Livermore, back home. And let me tell you guys something. okay? so my parents house um, has an add on, which is their master room. But there's another master bedroom. And when we moved in, that was kind of like a TV room and like Jillian and I's kind of playroom. And then as we got older, Jillian ended up getting that room. um, And then I got you know, the next her old room, the next biggest room. So then like when I moved home, Jillian was still living there. So I still didn't get the big room with the bathroom and everything. So even when Jillian moved out and I was still living there, I was getting ready to move out myself. So I didn't, you know, move in there. So then when I was talking to my parents about coming back, 
you know, that room still wasn't up for offer. And I was still going back into my smaller bedroom. And then finally, my mom called me one day and she's like, you know what, you can have the big room because right now it's the cat's room and the cats are getting downgraded to my old room. And I didn't know that all I had to do was go through the worst heartbreak of my life to get the big room. But it might be worth it. It might be worth it, you guys. This is the room. I'm I'm very excited. So um, I will be, you know, spending the month of March moving my stuff back there. So um, that will be a uh, a whole whole different world. And I I'm very grateful that my parents are taking me back. I think it will be nice to not be alone. I was looking for one bedroom apartments. And I could go on for hours about the level of bullshit of how fucking expensive it is to get a one bedroom out here. Like, okay, I will just say one thing. So the complex I'm in right now, I was like, okay, well, if I transfer the lease over to a different one bedroom, maybe it won't be so bad. Their minimum rent is like twenty one hundred dollars, which like (laughs) I can't afford that. And then you have to make like three times that rent to not have a cosigner. And they don't even let you have a cosigner here. If I needed a cosigner, they'd have to be like my quote unquote roommate, you know, like who is out here making like six grand in living in a one bedroom apartment? You know what I mean? And like, it's like the world just was like, no, you don't get to be single. Like, fuck you. If you're single, we are going to make this so hard on you and you can't afford shit. So like find a man or create a, you know, singles group association and live together. I don't know. It's just like so stupid and stressful to me. But that's that's a a a besides the point um, rant there. So I, you know, wanted to, to, to talk a little bit about like some random little coping things that I've been doing. Um, one big one that I will share at the end because it's a little bit of an announcement. Um, but I I literally leave every single light on and that that doesn't um, match up quite with the I'm poor statement that I just made. But the PG&E is still in Jimmy's name. So I mean, I'm just kidding. But um. So <laughs> I I literally even have as I'm sitting here right now, like my ring lights on in my bedroom in, in the, the office room. So it's like I've got two lamps in here and a ring light. And every time I walk through the room, like I cannot have darkness. I even now have become like a TV sleeper and I have the TV on when I sleep. And um, I, I just I can't have darkness right now. I can't have the world match how I feel inside. Like I, I just can't. And, and, you know, I have to say it's helping. I mean, it's not great when I have to turn off the lights like at night to go to bed and I, I'm like, okay, do it fast and run, run. <laughs> but that's really helping. And then, you know, um, I, I, I have this big thing of music first podcast. So when this first happened, I could not listen to any music. Like I couldn't even get myself to listen to a bad bitch playlist whatsoever. So um, I ended up looking to podcasts and I started to listen to my uh, my favorite mur- murder, which is my favorite criminal podcast. And I, I still just like couldn't get into listening to murders. <laughs> Somehow my heartbreak has prevented me from listening to murders, which is weird. And I don't know if it's because like I used to get scared and like, you know, talk to Jimmy or, or what. So um, I actually had an amazing coworker who listens to this podcast. Um, she listened to another podcast called Style Your Mind, and she recommended it to me. And I'd never heard it before. 
And I can't remember the name of the the woman who does the podcast, but her Instagram is The Champagne Diet, which is super on brand for me. And I love that. So um, I've been listening to her podcast and she just has like a very like calming voice. And she just I just feel like she's talking right to me. And like I, I skipped over. She has a few episodes that are about, you know, breakups and moving on. And I wasn't quite ready for that. But then, you know, she was talking about careers and like um, decluttering your life and like all these little things that was just kind of like reminding you, reminding me that I have a life outside of this relationship. And like my value in life, I've, I've never felt this way, but you know, it's hard not to now, but like my, my value in life has never been based off my relationship. Like I've never thought I was more important to have a boyfriend. That was something that like, kind of came up growing up. Um, I remember my grandpa. So there's like four cousins on on my dad's side and they all had boyfriends and I and I didn't. And I remember him asking me about it. And he's like, hey, how come like, you know, you're the only one. And I was like, yeah, when I got this like fucking four year degree in this career, you know what I mean? Like back off me, bro. And it wasn't that I obviously thought that you know, that was more important than having a boyfriend or whatever everybody else was doing. But it was just more like, hey, we have we all have our own paths and this is mine. And, you know, I'm I'm proud of it. So, you know, anyways, I, I it was nice as a nice little reminder that like, even though I feel like my world is completely falling apart, like there's other things to be excited about. And um, I will say now I have been able to do music and in the most dramatic way possible, I made myself my own playlist called Miss Moving On. It has just the badass of the badass songs um, on it. Uh, lots of Little Mix. Little Mix is like the unsung hero of breakups. And I just feel like they do not get the the support that they deserve. You know what I mean? It's just like Everybody like talks about Fifth Harmony and like they were great, too. But like Little Mix is just they're they're the ones. Obviously, Lizzo's on there. There's not really any men on there right now, except for. OK, and I feel bad about this because I'm a Swifty and I'll go on my Taylor Swift rant right after this. So that way it like makes up for what I'm about to say. I do have Kanye West power on my playlist because right now I just feel like I have to be the most arrogant son of a bitch to get through this. And who better to teach me how to be that level of arrogant besides Kanye West, right? So he's on there and I'm sorry, um, but I do want to. OK, so I do want to just go on this little rant about Taylor Swift. So I am so understanding now of her music. I've always loved her music, obviously. But now that I've gone through heartbreak, I completely get it. And what I do not understand and will never understand are people who, you know, act as if she did all that on purpose to to get songwriting and, and you know, win Grammys. And, and I'm sorry, as someone who's experienced heartbreak right now, there is no money you could pay me to get me to do this again. There is no way this girl was like, you know what I'm going to do? Like, I'm going to go get broken up with and have my heart shit on on purpose so I can make money. No fucking way. There's no way. So for Netflix, who decided to make another shitty ass Taylor Swift joke, fuck you. Like, not interested. So over it. You know, it's actually funny. I'm sorry. I'm such a spaz day. I'm looking at the time and I thought, oh, my God, am I even going to be able to do 30 minutes of this podcast? And this might actually turn into a longer one. But I just want feel like. I want to get out everything that I want to get out and I want to just air it all out here and, you know, 
do that. So anyways, the bottom line here is that I have turned to music for coping. I blasted my headphones. I have listened to Lizzo like a bajillion times. Demi, like all the queens, Britney, Free Britney. And, you know, it's it, it is it is really helping me. I also so I tried the dating app thing right away and I downloaded Bumble and um, I found it hard and I didn't I didn't love it. I It was like I get it because it's like, oh, you could see there's other like people out there. But I just had a really hard time because, you know, I was like in my mind right now, like no one's going to be Jimmy, which is good and bad. But like at some point it will be good. And, and right now it's bad because that's the only person that I wanted to work out with. So, you know, but that being said, now that I downloaded it and, and I don't know if that's it or just my phone heard me crying or something, all of my sponsored posts are dating apps. And it's like, can you just give a bitch a break? Uh, like literally, it's called a breakup. Give me a break. The other thing that keeps popping up is this book called Single is Your Superpower. Um, I feel like it's a little bit ridiculous, but that being said, I am going to order it. I have it in my cart and I keep going back. I'm like, do I do this? Is this too cliche? But honestly, like anything to make me feel better, literally anything to make me feel better. I definitely am probably going to reread Buy Yourself the Fucking Lilies, which was my icon book of 2020 that made me like really fall in love with myself again. So if you have any um, recommendations for bad bitch books to make you stop crying, hit me up, <laughs> please. Yeah, so I do I do have one more coping mechanism, but I'm going to talk about that at the end of the podcast. I know this is going to be a long one, but I, I just really think it's going to be good because one of the things I wanted to share about and one of the most amazing things of this breakup was my friends. I have always known that I just got so lucky with the baddest group of bitches, the best friends in the whole world. And, you know, I've leaned on them for a bunch of things in the past, you know, whether it was helping me out with hospital stays or, you know, career advice or just just my straight up anxiety and depression and and getting drunk and and making mistakes and all of that. And, you know, all of those seem like such babies in comparison to like what I'm going through now. Like I am at the the worst feelings I've ever felt in my life. You know, I, I wrote this note to Jimmy um, about our breakup and I told him, I said, I would rather get stung by a stingray a hundred times over than go through heartbreak. And, and like, I mean it. Um, so I just thought, you know, that if you're going through a breakup and maybe you need some like advice or anything, I just have to read you some of the advice I've gotten so far from friends and family. And I won't like read them, read who it was from. I'll be respectful of their texts. But, you know, um, so and what so I'm just going to go through and read a couple of these. So just remember, you're allowed to feel how you feel. No one can tell you to not feel a certain way. They can only control their own actions and the way that they treat you, not the way you feel about those actions and treatment. It's a good one. (laughs) The crying is totally expected. And I mean, yes, you're with this man for years. I'm sorry that it's been so disconnected and not to sound like everyone else who's given you advice, but take this time to focus on what makes you happy. Jimmy makes your heart happy or should have, but what makes your soul happy? Eat the things that you that make you feel good. Take walks outside, drink water with lemon and listen to some good music. Good music wasn't all caps. (laughs) 
you know this will be better in the long run. You want someone who's going to put you first and be there when you really need them. I know you will miss them. And I know everyone says that you'll find someone better, but you really will find someone who's going to be there for you and care about you in every way. Just give yourself time. You're grieving losing someone that you talk to every day and it's super tough, but it will get better. I think the whole theme of this energy shift we're living through is letting go of things that don't fully satisfy you. Life is an ever-changing flow of energy, even during the seemingly stagnant times. For me, my gratitude has matured so much. I have become so sure of what I deserve in all of my relationships, friends romantically, and most importantly, the relationship with myself. This will be your opportunity to work on your deep-rooted self-love. Choose to do the deep digging. Be honest about how you feel, but also allow yourself to grieve. Don't beat yourself up if you need to take it slow. Even the smallest steps in the right direction are steps worth taking. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I've had my moments and you'll end up going through the stages and then you'll heal. Once you're ready, you'll be able to get through everything and focus on yourself. You'll stop crying. You may have some moments here and there, but you'll eventually realize that you deserve someone that's going to check all the boxes and will never settle. It's going to be a whole new chapter. And then (laughs) I think even though it's sad, more of you is going to be relieved to be free of the sadness that you had during the relationship. You always felt like you're waiting for him to show up for you. And, you know, (laughs) I I got a bunch of other little ones. Like I love something my dad said to me, which like I didn't think um, (laughs) talking to my dad about a breakup would be the best move. But, um, you know, he said that it hurts so bad because you loved so hard. And my mom keeps telling me that the reason that, you know, everything it hurts is because, you know, I loved with everything that I could. And I think some of the some of the best like advice that a lot of people have been telling me obviously is to just like feel the feelings, which is something I was resisting so hard because it sucks. <laughs> and no one wants to feel, you know, super depressed all the time. And, um, you know, it's interesting because I did actually feel super depressed all the time. But wow, um, being sad for no reason and being sad for a reason are two completely different, like, monsters to tackle. Um, but anyways, so, you know, I, I if you're struggling and going through it, I just I just want you to know that there are a bunch of amazing people out there who want to see you survive this and want to see you thrive and are going to be there with you. And I'm happy to be one of those people. If you need to text someone and, and get through this together, like that, that that's something we can completely, completely do. And and the other day I was just um, I was I, I keep this idea notebook now by my desk. And actually, it's from uh, my friend Eloy's um, proposal to me to be his uh, groomswoman. And um, I believe the front says think like a queen, which is perfect. And I was just jotting these kind of like things down that I was thinking of, whether it was like the funny joke about, you know, um, having all these dating apps show up on my thing or, you know, any other little idea I just had about this podcast because I was just like, oh, my God, how in the world am I going to get through this? But I wrote this down. I said, realizing your self-worth is dangerous to those who are benefiting from you not seeing it. So be dangerous. And I'm not I'm not saying, you know, I don't I, I hope that when you're listening to this, you don't think that Jimmy is a bad guy because he's not. He was and is the most wonderful, kind, smart and and funny and and talented person. But, you know, 
he he was able to benefit from me not you know going along with things and and just trying so hard to make him happy that I was sacrificing all these things that made me happy and I don't think he knew he was doing that but that all being said you have to know your self-worth and it's high it's so high like you are so important and in this world and you have all these amazing amazing capabilities and and just just know your worth and don't let anyone take it down. It doesn't make you a bitch to to not want to be with someone who who wasn't giving you what you needed, who wasn't doing like, you know, even the bare minimum. And and I think that, you know, knowing your worth, like I said, it, it's dangerous, so be dangerous. It's it's like in this breakup, like breakups are the most chaotic energy I have ever felt in my life. And um I I kind of wanted to end this podcast with this note that I wrote to myself. Um, So sorry, you're hearing all the noise, but I'm going to try to get through this because this is a note that I wrote to myself. And I think that maybe someone out there is feeling the same way I'm feeling and maybe they need to hear this and maybe you're not feeling strong enough to write this note to yourself. But I encourage you guys, if you're going through something to write, write a little note to yourself. And I'm trying to hold it up, but I did get my COVID vaccine today. Bless up. And so my arm's a little sore, but I'm going to read this. Dear Ashley, I am so proud of you. You have made plenty of tough calls in your days, but this might have been the hardest one. I know it feels so unnatural to put yourself first, but it's time. And when it hurts, (laughs) damn it. (laughs) And when it hurts too much to know that you did it for you, remember that you did it for him too. You both needed to grow and thank you for being wise enough to see it and strong enough to call it. Try to be nice to yourself during this process. It's going to hurt and you should let it. You're going to regret this and you're going to want to take it back, but don't. If it's meant to be, it will be. When you start to feel spurts of happiness, don't feel guilty. He will be okay. And so will you. I promise your friends aren't going to get tired of you. So don't try to cut them out. It is time for you to give yourself the love that you so easily give the world. It is time for you to do what makes you happy. And guess what? (laughs) We've survived a lot of shit so far that's been thrown at us. So what's another pile of shit in the grand scheme of things? You have this way of turning all your scars to stories and stories that will help people. And this will be no different. I know you feel betrayed by your vulnerability right now, but don't. Don't shut down. Your emotions are your superpower. Use them. I know it doesn't feel like it right now, but you will get through this. It's you and me, baby. (laughs) So it felt a little like weird (laughs) to write a note to myself, but I just needed to remind myself that we can do this. Like it feels it feels almost unnatural because like I said, there's been so much that I've overcome in my life that it feels weird that this is the worst thing, like three illnesses and is nothing compared to this heartbreak. But you know what? Like I I think uh, one of my girlfriends said this to me the other day, and I know this is, you know, a quote that gets thrown out there, but, you know, you've survived 100 percent of your hardships so far. And. And I know I'm going to survive this and I know that you will too. And it almost feels weird to start ending this podcast because kind of like yesterday, it's like it's the end of an an era. Like it's the end of something so important. It's the end of me, you know, talking about Jimmy all the time and 
starting something new and, you know, I have all these fun things planned for the podcast and I think it's going to be this really positive space for for us to have discussions and and to cry and to laugh and to do all these things. So that being said, I have two exciting announcements. So one of them is that I've decided to start a blog about this breakup process. And, you know, journaling has been something that I've always found to be super helpful. So, you know, the night that Jimmy left, I I wrote out this 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 note to myself and I thought, you know, I'm going to edit this up and make this blog post. And then when I woke up this morning, I wrote again. And then at lunch today, I wrote again. And I was like, this is just so helpful. And I think I just want to share that with the world. So, you know, um, I'm going to add the blog to my website. It should be up now. So um, if you want to go give it a read or, you know, maybe in a little bit because this was super fucking depressing. So maybe you're um, a little bit tired. Um, you know, the the blog's just going to be basically my journey to getting over this breakup and falling in love with myself. So I, I'm super excited for it. And I'm also super, super excited because I have a special guest coming on my show next week. I'm going to have Stevie on with me and um, it's going to be super amazing. I absolutely love him. He also recently went through some heartbreak. So I know we're going to talk about that and just life and 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 everything. And I'm, I'm super thrilled for that episode and I'm super thrilled for this podcast. And I can't believe that I made it through this this <laughs> this episode without completely breaking down. And I and I just want to say to anyone that, you know, is finding out on the podcast for the first time that that Jimmy and I broke up, just know that it was I didn't I didn't not text you for any malicious reason. I, I literally just had to give up at some point because um, you know, I, I you you text someone and and then you um they text you back so you know you have to respond and i think i just started to get a little bit overwhelmed um and i just wanted to end this with like one big amazing thank you to the people in my life who are literally saving me right now i don't know where i'd be without you just letting me text you randomly just like literally just saying hey i'm crying or calling you without even being able to breathe for all these amazing text messages I'm getting. I just feel like and I'm just seeing all of the love that I was missing is is coming through right now. And, um, you know, if if you see Jimmy, don't hate him. <laughs> He's not a bad guy. We just we didn't work out, you know. Okay, you guys, please don't forget to like, comment and subscribe. I promise I won't cry on all the podcasts moving forward. I won't say I will never do it again because I'm a crier. But thank you so much for listening. And please go check out the blog if you're interested. And, um, you know, don't forget to just like love yourself and be happy. Okay, we got this. Okay, bye.